G'day team, back for another episode of the My Peak Podcast. Thank you for joining us on your holistic development journey. Very exciting episode here with Brownie today. How are you, mate? Good, thank you, Cam. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Another fantastic episode lined up for the My Peak family. We can't wait to dive into a little topic we hold dear to our heart. Well, when we first created My Peak over a year ago now, we were coming up with uh, a slogan or a catchphrase. What's what's the word? Yeah, slogan is what you're looking for there, Slogan. Jugs. Something that we could, like a few words that we can refer to, which encompasses what we are all about here at My Peak. Mm, yes, and the, uh, the famous slogan we're talking about today is... Think big. Start small. <laughs> Very good. So basically... The idea was around my peak being the holistic side of your development is the think big, create big-minded goals, but then in order to achieve those goals, you've got to start small. And how many elements go into the recipe for that in order for those big goals to become a reality? Yeah, this could be a one-hour episode, but we're going to delve into about six different techniques, three ways to think big and do that practically and also three ways to start small now there's so many other things that come into play here and and we'll try and sort of drop them in as we go but we want to keep it punchy and we want to keep it practical so we've got three ways to think big and three ways to start small we're going to start with the think big element awesome let's get into it all right we're going to start with the first thing you want to do when you're thinking big is make sure you're connecting to your why yeah it's all about your values we've spoken heavily about this on the my peak podcast before in fact we did a whole episode with mitchy woods if you haven't caught that episode you can catch up with your values and connecting to your why but this is so important because there's no good thinking big if it's not something you want to do or aligns to your values your beliefs or something that you see yourself doing in the future so connecting to your why knowing your values is going to provide your direction So your big-minded goals are actually something that you want to do. Yeah, and you can do this a couple of ways. You can think about your big goal first and then think about, well, why is it that I want to achieve this? Or you can think about your why and then attach your big goal on top of that. For example, your why might be something like um, providing for your family or being able to spend more time with family, being able to influence um, the people around you, be able to be a good teacher, a good coach, whatever it might be. And then you can connect your goals to that. Or you might think, well, I want to be um, the number one you know, coach in the world. And you think, well, why do I want to do that? Well, it's to help people. It's to influence them for the better. It's to help people perform. So there's a couple of ways you can come up with your why. But that is your number one tip when you start to think big. Yeah, and you can talk about this or think about this rather from like a cricket perspective or a life perspective. You might be thinking big to represent a team. It might be represent, put a baggy green on one day. That's thinking pretty big. Or it might be to make a rep team or whatnot. Or it could be like to take your game to a new level by scoring a certain amount of runs or whatnot. Then, like Brownie said, we can also talk about the off-field stuff too. And like we talk about here at My Peak, that will actually hopefully positively influence your on-field performance as well. Yeah, absolutely. Our number two, and one that is often preached, but sometimes I think it misses the, uh, the real punch it needs to get the uh, thinking big going. And it's writing down your goals or writing down your big goal, which we know the formula to success when it comes down to, to achieving a goal. 
Have we run through the formula yeah, success for plenty goals? of time. Back to that same episode with Mitchie Woods. You are 40% more likely to achieve your goal when you do simply put it on paper. Yeah, if you want to get your percentage all the way up to 95, go and listen to that episode with Mitchie Woods. That was a, a really great formula to achieving your goal. The way you want to do it, though, and we won't break it down today, and you should be familiar with it by now if you've listened to the podcast, is you want to make sure you're doing it aligning with your SMART principle. Yeah, SMART principle. of If you've been through PE in high school, you've probably heard this quite a few times, but it's just your way to create a bit of structure, a bit of purpose around your goals and making sure it's not just something you're throwing out there to the world. It's actually going to provide a framework that you can connect what you want to do with the process of doing it yeah to some point number two up it's think think big and then write big it's very important that we get (laughs) our things down on paper so that's your point number two now the point number three and i think one that is often missed or or often can actually be totally um avoided is is belief and it's belief that you can achieve this major goal so often when we write down these big goals it's out of hope um, and, and it really lacks that I can element or I am or I will. I think when you uh, write down these big goals and, and think out these big goals, it's important that you know that these are achievable and they're not going to be achievable over a small period of time and, and, and you'll um, think about that in your SMART principle. But if you can have the belief that at some stage after a lot of hard work and a lot of consistency and and a lot of holistic development that you're going to be able to achieve these big things. If you're writing them down with a lack of belief, you may as well not write them. Yeah, that's right. You kind of you don't want to be writing something down and trying to play tricks with yourself. You're smarter than that. You know that if you're writing something down, you don't believe you can do it, then the commitment and the dedication to making it happen isn't going to be uh, sustainable for for a long period of time. Yeah, and I think. The belief element is such a great transition into the start small. I think belief comes with momentum. And I think even though sometimes you can be, um, I suppose, not concerns the word, but sometimes lacking a bit of confidence when you write down that big goal, the start small is, is really where you start to build your confidence. You build your momentum and your belief really starts to, uh, I suppose, increase as a result of consistently um, ticking off those smaller goals. Well, that's a lot of... It's very common to connect your results with your belief. It's a lot easier to believe something if you're seeing either results or even it's not results, even if it's just progression towards the result or towards the goal. That connects to a lot of people and we both do this as well. Once you can see that you're moving towards the goal, then you start to believe a lot more too. Yeah, I love that. I love that though because it's also really important to understand that you're moving closer to your goals even when you don't see progression straight away. Sometimes you'll actually feel like a backward step and it's still progression. I think I speak about this a lot to some of our athletes, how lots of athletes want to come into their session and leave feeling like they're hitting the ball better. But sometimes, depending on what kind of uh, situation you're coaching, can actually be more beneficial to the the, um, athlete leaving having not actually felt that great. Chances are you've worked on weaknesses. Chances are you've, you've worked on things that are uncomfortable. And as a result of those, it's going to progress you one, two, three steps forward rather than, all right, let's practice what you're really good at. Yep, that felt good. I'm hitting the ball nice, timing it well, let's move on. Where sometimes you can't even see the progression, but that's when you're growing the most. You might see, you know, 
you're going, I, I can remember when we were rowing jugs, my times would be getting slower and slower. You know, as we rowed every day, 10 Ks a day, it became so draining, 20 Ks a day for you. 20, but 22 and a half. 22 and a half. <laughs> can't cut you short. But what we what you didn't realize is how how um sort of fit we were getting over that period of time that allowed us to row that that 100k stint and you know even though it looks like sometimes you aren't improving don't underestimate um i suppose what those things do each and every day to help you move towards that big goal well it's the learning phase it's adapting to a new process or new environment it's what ned the great ned brockman brockman yeah, yeah. ned brockman's going through right now it's he, I read a quote, what I look forward to each day. By the time this gets out, he actually might be in Sydney. And every day he's got his quote of the day and he crossed the New South Wales border and his quote was about belief now that he, he knows he's going to get there. And deep down, he would have known that he's going to get there regardless. But it's just funny how once he's crossed into the New South Wales border, it was see you at Bondi. Yeah, it's so true. Each and every day, all he would have been seeing is red dirt and open plains and you know sometimes it feels like you're going absolutely nowhere but it's in those times where you just keep taking one step um you know one step after another that you'll eventually start to see results and before you know it he'll be diving into the water at bondi and there'll be thousands and thousands of people there to cheer him on and he's already starting to see those people now that he's moving into more mainstream towns but you, you've so often got to go through that dark phase by yourself with no one there and that's where you've got to have the belief and then all of a sudden Everyone rides your momentum as well. His journey is the definition of think big, start small. Think big, I'm going to get <laughs> flown to Perth. I'm going to touch down at Perth. I'm going to go to the beach. And I'm going to turn around. I'm going to run to Sydney. It's phenomenal. <laughs> That's and... the definition of think big, but then start small. And his podcast, what? that was with Jay, wasn't it? That podcast we listened No, not Jay. Whose podcast was he on that we listened to? Um... Old Mate Gardner, wasn't it? The, from Better Homes and Gardens. What's his name? <laughs> he is, he is, he is. I'm, I know he's on the gardening show. I can't think of oh, his name. Oh, no, it was on... Um, yeah, I've forgotten his name. It's the bloke that was on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Fantastic podcast. Um, but it, yes, going back to belief, I know, using Ned as an example, that he would have always had his belief. There would have been concerns, no doubt. There would have been... Maybe even a small lack of confidence, but each and every day you can see his belief growing. You can see after each step, after each day, after each kilometre, after each Instagram post, his belief's only getting stronger. There's no stopping him now. Well, that's Mark Boris was the person I was referring to. On that podcast, he basically, after he released the Think Big, on that podcast, he got stuck straight into the Start Small components, which we'll get onto in a shortly here. All right, let's get onto it. Oh, perfect. Great transition, Jugs. Number one for your start small process, you've thought big, you've identified your why, you've written down your goals using the SMART principle, you've got your belief, you know it's achievable, you're going to go after it. Now you're going to start with your process, and that comes with your direction, your step-by-step process. What direction am I going to take? And there's an element of flexibility here. Sometimes you you do have to veer a little bit left, a little bit right. Uh, a roundabout way to achieve your goal is, is okay, but your process is the first thing you want to think about. What things am I going to have to put in place to achieve that major goal? Well, this is exactly where the holistic side comes into it. This is basically what we're all about here at My Peak. Once you've set your big goal, you're thinking big, now you've got to think about all these different elements 
of the recipe that goes in, all the different ingredients to make the recipe come to life. Yeah, and I think here I want to highlight that the process we're speaking about here is not to be mistaken for routine. We're talking about something a little bit different here. The process is the things that you're going to need around you or the the things that you're going to need to to, um, start to put into practice to achieve that goal. Now, if you want to use Ned as an example again now, Ned's process is to have a support network with him. Everywhere nine, he nine people he speaks passionately about. Absolutely. So that is a part of his process, not a part of his routine. Um, it's an excellent way, I suppose, to identify the differences. I want to think more about it as a resource. What resources am I going to need in my process that are then going to allow me to help move on to our second phase here, or our second tip, is the routine and habits. Yeah, this is where the start small really comes to life. You've thought big, you need... You've thought about the processes that you need to undertake. Now, how do we turn all of these thoughts and all of these ideas into actually activities or habits that you can do day to day? And hopefully they're things that you don't have to think about. If you can develop processes and turn them into habits, then every day you're going to achieve these things without having to think about it. Yeah, and don't want to pretty it up like... This is the part where it gets difficult. Your routines and your habits are the things that you need to make sure that you're sticking closely to to achieve your big goals. And this is where it's lost. This is where a lot of people can think big. A lot of people can start to think out a process, come up with some ideas, come up with the direction, go with a habit or a routine for a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden, uh, that's in the too hard basket. You know, we don't want to stand here and sort of say there's there's an easy way to to stick to your routine and habits other than just the willpower of getting up every day and going after it. There's going to take a lot of hard work and sure there are definitely some strategies and things to implement to make things a little bit easier. You know, you obviously want to be implementing a routine and and, and habits that one you enjoy, two that you probably got friends and family around, things that you're inspired and motivated around, but that motivation, inspiration isn't always going to be there and and that's where a little bit of ticker or I suppose some that strong muscle in between the ears really comes in handy. Well, that's why we speak about if you if it's a routine that you have to constantly remind yourself to do, then you probably haven't developed it well enough because that's not really a routine is designed so you can do things without having to think about it. So if your routine is say you've set yourself an exercise goal, and your routine's different every morning. Like if you want to go for a run every morning, if you start to develop a routine where the night before you've got your clothes and your shoes at the door, so when you wake up, it's there ready to go. Just little things like that can remind you. If you not like if you don't go for a run, and then you walk past your little clothes, you've got a drink bottle there, your watch is ready to go. It's haunting. Yeah, that's going to be a reminder. That's, well, for me anyway, the next day I'd be going for a run. So just little things where you can develop a routine or habits like we speak about, and then you don't have to think about it. You just get up, go put your clothes on, and you're already out the door. And that's sometimes all it takes is to get out the door, and then you're going to go for your run. Just for the, for an example, there's obviously thousands of different goals that people set depending on their values, like we spoke about, but just a very simple example there. It's such a great example, and I think right now, when routine and habits, we spoke about when it gets difficult, when it gets hard, when you get lonely, and when you're frustrated, and quite frankly, when you're just not into it, this is the time to think big again. Think back to your why. 
Go and check out your goals. Find that belief again. There's your motivation. There's your inspiration. Sometimes, and we've all been there where we've been so deep in a routine and so deep in a habit, sometimes we have to stop ourselves and go, well, why are we doing this? Oh, well, this is why. That's that's what I've set myself out to achieve. I'm, I'm connected to the reason why I want to achieve it. I have that belief again. And I think this is a perfect time when you start to feel a little bit stuck, a little bit demotivated, that sometimes you've just got to remind yourself of your why. Absolutely. That takes us really good. I'm starting to already introduce it into my answer there. But the third tip is just to take your first step. It's a really, really good one. And I think often one that just decomplicates the whole process, uncomplicates the whole process. (laughs) We can make up words. (laughs) I think that... When you just start small, it's it's funny how the brain builds belief and momentum around a tiny step. I, I used to always tell myself early in the morning, if I can just swing my feet and touch the floor, I'd be fine. Yeah, that's it goes back to setting up your clothes the night before. That could be your first step. Mm. You've set yourself a goal. You've thought big. Now you're going to develop little habits and processes. Sometimes the first step isn't the first step of the run sometimes it's putting your shoes on or sometimes like brownie said it's just getting out of bed once you start to tick these little things off that's when the momentum starts and as we spoke about with routine that's where the first thing happens and then your routine kicks in and you don't have to think about it again yeah i like that a great example one that i actually um did the other day was i had set myself a goal to go for a run really wanted to go for a run one afternoon felt myself demotivated when it came time to go for the run demotivated unmotivated <laughs> what are you in d's for i don't know <laughs> decomposes that's what you're thinking <laughs> i was really unmotivated when it came time to go for the run and i, I said to myself and um thinking back to the the start small i said i just go for a walk just start walking down to the end of the street if you can get yourself to the end of the street you can start to get a little bit of a gallop going so get away from the hills that's right so (laughs) i I chucked on the shoes and i I started walking usually i start running as soon as i leave my front door but i just went for a walk and i walked for about 150 meters 200 meters and all of a sudden my brain was like all right it's time here we go ended up running a, a good a good distance 6k was the furthest run i've run in a while wow. so that was the day around the 6k uh, nothing like we used to run but that was a long <laughs> way for where we're at at the moment and it's it's just funny how i ended up running my longest distance in a while um in the time where i was yeah unmotivated the most <laughs> <laughs> and you can refer this to so many different goals like say it's like a reading goal mm. your first step isn't the first chapter or the first page it might be to buy a book Mm. or it might be to tell someone that you're going to read a book or ask someone for a bit of um like a reference what's a good book to read sometimes the first step isn't actually the action of what you want to do it's a preparation yeah it's the process and the routine you're setting up to make sure that the habit becomes sustainable for a long period of time yeah this is probably my favorite my favorite tip i think we become so overwhelmed um, with the think big and sometimes even so overwhelmed with the with the small goals, you know, to wake up and, and do this or to sit down and do that or whatever it might be. But if we can break it down to its simplest form, I think it's crazy how a little bit of momentum, a little bit of motivation can really kick into gear with such a small action. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Building momentum through when you do start your processes like we talk about the start small is all about developing these processes to make them sustainable these things create so much momentum and like we spoke about the momentum goes back to building the belief 
which goes back to moving towards your think big, your big goal that you want to try and achieve. Hopefully you try and achieve or moving towards on that journey. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys found this one really practical. Um, as we said, think big, start small is a important part of the MyPeak uh, uh, business and something that we've spoken about a lot in the early stages of the, the company being established. So if you really enjoyed that one or have any questions, always reach out to us. Cam and I are happy to answer any questions uh, and get in contact with us a lot of different ways, but Instagram's probably the, the main route for conversation with us. Yeah, thanks for joining us on your holistic development journey. Think big, start small, and we'll catch you next time on the MyPeak podcast.